I want to bring you to an interview that I conducted right outside Capitol Hill in the city of Washington, D.C. And some viewers, some listeners may find this slightly distressing because the interview is full of details surrounding January 6, 2021, which is a dark day in U.S. politics, following the defeat of the then U.S. President Donald Trump in the 2020 presidential election, a mob of supporters attacked the Capitol Hill in Washington. So the aim of the mob was to keep Trump in power by preventing a joint coming together of Congress so they couldn't count the electoral vote, which would formalize the victory of President-elect Joe Biden. And during that attack, which lasted four hours, there was 140 people injured, one person lost their life and another person lost their eye and it if you i was talking to americans over there and it is remembered in very very dark it's a very very dark day they will all tell you democracy was threatened and they are still in the process of recovering from that horrible day so this is an interview i did with a tour guide on the steps of just outside the congress library in washington dc please hope you listen carefully and enjoy where are we outside, actually? The, the Library, Library of Congress, um, Jefferson Building. Yeah, it's the biggest library in the world, and the Capitol Hill building is over there. So, right, yeah, we're right across from the Capitol. Sweet. And we're on the we're on Capitol Hill, so at the top of Capitol Hill. Yeah, and could you just give us a small bit about what you told me in the tour on the Capitol Hill happenings in January 2021? Yeah, so, um, obviously the history... You know, I've been doing this for eight years. So, like, the history that I was telling before dramatically changed when that was a story that was added to this history because up until that point, January 6, 2021, our nation had an unbroken streak over 200 years of peaceful transfers of power. We've always had contentious elections, dirty elections, but ultimately when it came time to pass power, it always happened um, until January 6, 2021. And I was here. I was not here at the Capitol, but I was at my house yeah. watching it all unfold on TV. And so what I was saying to the group was that, you know, of course, this is something we've talked about for over 20 months now and from many different perspectives, but that I wanted to offer my perspective as someone who lives here in this community, someone who grew up here, who loves my hometown, um, and that the people who were attacked that day were people of this community, you know, my neighbors. Um, and they're the ones who were had to go to hand, hand-to-hand combat for hours without any help, um, who they were, ultimately... They were isolated. Yeah, and who ultimately saved the Capitol, saved our democracy, and Congress was able to go back about their business a few hours later, but at great personal cost. It was over 140 of our law enforcement. So this metropolitan, this D.C. police and Capitol Police. And yeah, you know, nobody came to help for four hours. And that was a certain person's decision to not act, you know, to let it happen. Yes. So, So... Trump was still in power, so he had the power to get the police. Yeah, immediately to, to back he he had the power so he let to down the, he, let he had down the power the, to tell them a tell them to go home, yeah. you know, stop what you're doing, go home, because he's the one who told them to go and do what he, they were doing. Yeah. So they came and then to, uh, to call for help, like the Department of Defense, the National Guard. You know, people were standing by from nearby states, uh, Maryland up. and Virginia, ready to go and come help, but they had to get approval from the Department of Defense and then ultimately approval from 
Trump. And he didn't do it on purpose, you know. So it, they did not achieve what he wanted them to. Um, ultimately, you know, after he realized there was nothing, you know, he wasn't going to accomplish it. He did say, go home. But this was after four hours of the... Complete trauma. Complete trauma. The D.C. police and the Capitol police being attacked with no help. And then... Like I said, over 140 people were injured that day. One D.C. police officer lost an eye. Um, there were are 17 law enforcement that could never return to work after that incident. Um, one person who's been in a lot of like the hearings and documentaries, his name is Michael Fanone. He's been going after Congress, trying to get them to get to the bottom of this and investigate every single person who was involved in this from the bottom to There's the top. There's a lot of video footage of it around the world. Yeah, so he was dragged out of the tunnel. And he was beaten, and he was tased, and they were about to shoot him with his own gun. Um, but, you know, he tried to appeal to their humanity, saying, I have four kids, and someone in the crowd, you know, helped him get back into the into the Capitol. But he was a police officer for nearly 20 years, and no longer is a police officer. He ended up with a traumatic, traumatic brain injury after that. Yeah, and five, you said in the tour, five policemen took their own lives out. Yeah, that's right. After that event five law enforcement committed suicide yeah. because of that event do you think that that was due to the trauma or yes. the fact of the shame like there was no shame in it because they were completely outnumbered by the mob mm -hmm. but because i saw a documentary and the documentary said that it was because they couldn't deal with the shame of not being able to defend democracy mm -hmm. do you think it was because of that or because it was just i mean I, who knows you know part, knows? part of those things could have been part of the eating reason. at them and And how is I mean, they city? lived through something really uh, devastating in the sense of, especially in the sense of having your own president send yeah. people to harm you. Yeah. You know, that I can't, I can't think of when that's ever happened in our history. How was the city recovered? So after that, the Capitol was shut down for over a year and a half. No visitors, no anything. So, I mean, and the, the, which is heartbreaking to me because this is supposed to be the people's house, you know. Yeah. Normally, you go in, you visit, you can go into Congress and sit in the gallery and see democracy in action, debates and um, votes and things like that taking place. And we weren't allowed in that building for over a year and a half after that, more than a year and a half. And do you think that the people who were part of the mob, because I was talking to a girl about it before, she said that 90% of them weren't from Washington. None of them were, like, I'd say 99% yeah, weren't yeah. from Washington. I mean, and that's an just... organized mob, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, I think there were all a different kind of factions who were together. There were some who 100% intended to go and commit violence yeah, and yeah. breach the Capitol and stop the, you know, certification of the election by any means necessary. There definitely were people like that. I think there were others who were just angry and protesting that maybe that is not what they thought it would become. But, I mean, definitely, you know, mob mentality takes over and people yeah. start you know, following the leader. That's the that's the cost you, you paid as DC people, Washington people, to have the house here, like. Mm -hmm. It was completely, it was hard to watch. Yeah. I'm sure it was hard to live here. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, we, we actually, I think, you know, if you're from DC, you live here, you do take pride in being a place that welcomes free speech and peaceable assembly and peaceful protests and our law enforcement make that possible every day and you know people of dc we pay for these streets this doesn't belong to the federal government you know 
that federal land does, this federal land does, that street in between, we pay for that, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, and we, uh, we also, you know, you we pay taxes pay. and we, we don't have any representation in the federal government on top of all of that. I and don't understand just, that. It's kind of a glitch from, uh, you know, the creation of the capital city. They were trying to avoid, they were making like a federal district district trying to avoid any state having too being too close to you know the seat of the federal government but they didn't really think about the fact that one day this would be a community I and mean, we have over 700,000 people who live in dc who are not represented in congress i mean more people here than like vermont and wyoming you know yeah all the different yeah states. right who yeah. have you know, three representatives in Congress. But um, but anyway, I mean, the main thing for me is I would hope that, you know, people see D.C. from very far away. They think it, all it is is the federal government, the Capitol, the, the White House, but that's just a small part of what this city, city is. Like, this is a city with a thriving culture and a history and people who are here, no matter what elected leaders come and go and administrations come and go, they're not D.C., you know? They yeah, come yeah. and go. We're here. Yeah. And... You have your own culture, your own Exactly. Community. And yeah. uh, take a lot of pride in being a place that welcomes and supports and protects free speech. But nobody has the right to come and be destructive and violent. And oh. the people who live here are going to be the ones who will suffer the consequences of it. And we're the ones that suffered after January 6th. Mm-hmm. Nobody else, like, it was the local police that suffered. Yeah. And that's why it's most upsetting, I suppose. Right, exactly. Exactly. Okay, thanks a million. All right, I thank you so plans. much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Nothing like that ever happens again. Me too. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. And uh, really enjoyed the tour. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Good yeah, to see good you. Thank you. You too. All right, take yeah. care.